It's a bird. It's a plane. It's episode number five. I'm Sean the Mouse Strauss from Lens and the Mouse. On today's episode, we're talking superheroes. Let's get into it. Superheroes. So, what to you defines a superhero? I think a superhero to me would be somebody that's kind of courageous, that uh, goes above the call of duty. Um, you know, just that goes beyond that call of duty. I don't really know how to define it, define it, but that's how, how I would say to me, you know. Um, well, according to Oxford, a superhero Oxford. is a benevolent fictional character with superhuman superhuman powers, yeah. such as Superman. Which kind of leads us me into my next question. Are you more of a DC fan or are you more of a Marvel fan? Ooh, it's hard because you know me and I'm a big Batman guy, right? So, so that would be DC. Right, but I kind of like the Avengers too, but I, I'm more Batman, probably. Team Batman. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, no. Nah. That's You're team DC. Tony Stark. I, I am team Iron Man. Uh, <laughs> it's like um, it's like Twilight with um, the wolf and the vampire kind of thing going on. So, kind of um, uh, mm-hmm. segues into the next thing I was going to bring up. Uh, although he's not, I, I wouldn't consider this individual a superhero. Uh, right. But looking at the, uh, you know what the Forbes 500 is, right? I'm familiar with a little bit. Okay, so basically, like, it's like a the, magazine, right? Well, yeah, but it, it covers like the you know richest companies people in the world stuff like that well they have a kind of a forbes fictional you know who's the richest like cartoon uh stuff like that and you you bring up twilight it's funny because uh carlisle cullen you know the the patriarch of of that family is actually worth 46 billion dollars what according to this so he is actually ranked third get out of here yep but who's right behind him? My man, Tony Stark. Of course. Iron Man, $12.4 billion. Well, you know, keep me on the Tony Stark thing, right? Um, Batman and Tony Stark are kind of similar, right? I mean, am I wrong or do we not agree? Because Sim- they, they, they use their in- money for their superpower a little bit right similar in the sense of they don't have superpowers right so they have to use what they have which is a boatload of money a, a boatload <laughs> of you know financial wealth All right um which it just kind of harkens back to um mm-hmm. the one scene in justice league uh if you remember right, when, ben affleck. when, when yeah. uh ben affleck you know was was uh Bruce Wayne was picking up uh, um, the Flash. The Flash, he's like, uh, and the Flash was like, well, "What is your superpower?" And he's just like, "I'm rich." I'm rich. Yeah, <laughs> like, I actually is... went out and bought the movie. Yeah, I prefer the the Snyder cut yeah. personally. Yeah, um, but that is that is their superpower. Both right? of them, you know, they they don't have any powers without right. their you know suits. Which I guess why I like these type of guys. I mean, I love superheroes. Don't get me wrong. It's just. How do I make this make sense? Like, 
this is more realistic to me. Like, if there was a person that was going to be a superhero, they'd have to use money to get to these gadgets and things like that. They're not just going to start shooting laser beams out of their eyes. Not unless they're dumped into a, you know... Thing, maybe, yeah. Vat, like, you know... Yeah, if you something cool, like, right? <laughs> um, yeah. But, I mean, you, you take away Iron Man's armor. Right. You, you take away Batman's outfit. What do they have? They're just human beings. Exactly. They, they don't yeah. even really possess... Like Captain America, okay? Right? You, you take away his shield... He still has the you know the super soldier serum right. and all this, and so it's kind of one of those like he still has something like, going for him without his right. shield. Now he ain't Captain America without the shield. Obviously, look at you take a look at the MCU and right. the way they followed his arc of working for Shield, you know, believing in Shield right. to. Yeah, I don't really trust Shield. <laughs> Which, looking at the movies, I understand. What I liked about the Avengers was probably I think it was the last one, right? Where Captain America they show him when he's like that, he turns old. I remember he kind of he's like, it was just cool to see like what would it be like if this ever happened, like you know what I mean, like that transition. I guess. So okay, so Captain America, right, went back in time, returned all the stones. Right, that's, that's what he had to do, mm-hmm. um, and then grew old with, depending on which theory you look at, right? Um, with with Peggy. Now, do you think, knowing what you know about Captain America, could he sit by, knowing what's going to happen, knowing what has happened in our history, just sitting by and letting it happen? <laughs> Um, that's a flat no. Like, if these guys were around, um, especially nowadays, I think that they would be involved heavily. I know this is kind of like crazy talk, but I'm just saying, though, I really think that we we need, like, a good source of energy in our, in our world today, you know? I don't know what, what that stands behind, but we're, I'm kind of going off subject a little bit. But in a way, we're talking about superheroes, but just in general, this world needs something good. Instead of all the negative energy out there, you know, as far as whatever it would be. So Agreed. But, uh, yeah, Captain America. So, what... Uh, so, okay, you, you said you like the Avengers, mm-hmm. um, even though you're a huge Batman fan. Well, why can't Batman be an Avengers? Like, what, just, just you know, he could be like the sixth Avenger or whatever. Yeah, but the problem him and Tony, is... Him and Tony could, like, butt heads for a little bit, and they could get along and hold hands. T- Tony's already buttoned heads with Cap. <laughs> All right. right. Tony doesn't need to butt heads with anybody else. What is it? Didn't, didn't um, Iron Man have a movie where it was I, oh, Civil War, right? Yeah. Well, that wasn't, I mean, that wasn't really a Cap, or an Iron Man movie. It was more oh. of Captain America. Uh, but yeah, but Civil those War, two, yeah. obviously. They had, the, um, they had the rift for a little bit. Yeah. But so, they got back together. So between <laughs> me and you, right? Oh Batman and Iron Man get into a match. Against each other. Who wins? I think... I, I really think it'd be Iron Man. <laughs> and, and I'm not just saying that because yeah. I'm Team Iron Man. Because I am. Red and gold, <laughs> come on. Red and gold. Um, the fact is, Iron Man is basically a suit of armor. True. Whereas Batman, A, doesn't use guns. so That's true. 
Um, but on the flip side of that, like Batman has done with Superman, with Wonder Woman, with Flash, with you know mm-hmm. all the other members of the Justice League, right? He has done his research, right? Which I will give credit to Batman. You know, Bruce Batman. Wayne, greatest detective. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does his research, right? So he would probably have some way to get around, right? Tony's armor, but you know, as you watch, Tony, kind of, like if they were to fight, mm-hmm. Batman might win, right? Tony would then update his armor to take care of any flaws that he had. <laughs> this is true. No, no, Tony is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just look at the suit progression throughout the MCU. Oh, right, yeah, I get it. You know, from the first one with bulky armor right, up to, you know, Infinity War and Endgame where it was nanotech. Mm-hmm. Like every problem he had, you know, Ant-Man getting into his armor and, you know, taking... He fixed it with his stuff. His, uh, what's his, what was the his nano, name? The nanotech. Yeah, the nanotech. Um, so we're kind of focusing on a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways. Um, but Batman does do his research. I, I will give him that. Right. Um, so what other superheroes can we talk about? Oh, there's so many. Um, you know, I personally, okay, he was a dog, but I remember seeing Underdog, the movie, for the first time. I'm not talking about the cartoon because I never really watched that one. And okay. I actually enjoyed the the real life underdog okay. movie. The live action one was good. Don't get me wrong, but if you have Beagle. not seen the cartoon, mm-hmm. you need to watch the cartoon. All right, I'm gonna check it out because I definitely like Underdog. You know, but then that's a, that's another thing. You know, it's like okay, not only do we have you know superheroes like Batman, Iron Man, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, even mm-hmm. a lot of them have pets true superman has crypto um and of course underdog you know so it's like does superhero when you talk about that most people i think only really focus on like the the human aspect of it like if they're talking about a superhero oh you know superman he can you know he's bulletproof he can right do you know when superman was originally created he couldn't actually fly. Really? I did not know that. Yes. When Superman was originally created, he could only leap tall buildings in a single bound. So he could basically jump really high. Right. Um, but when it came time for like drawing it out in the cart- the comic and all that, um, the animators, or the, the cartoonists couldn't really figure out how to depict him just jumping. So it kind of moved to him being able to fly. I will say, on the note of Superman, um, I really like Hans Zimmer. He's the music behind this newest Superman. I don't know. I get chills by listening to his music in Superman. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, he did a very good job. I don't know. I just like his music in Superman, and I think the actor does a pretty good job. Um, Henry Cavill. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very so, very good job. Okay, there have been. This is kind of a debate. I know you're a Batman fan. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite Batman? Oh, actor well, to have played Batman, be it, uh, you know, live action, you know, animated. It's I'm Batman, 
it'd be Christian Bale. What about? And he is the answer for a lot of people. I just like that Dark Knight trilogy stuff. Like, what about like his portrayal of it that you liked? It's just more in-your-face action. Like, you know, I don't know. He like made Batman look really tough. You know, I don't know. Like, you know, I did. I like this last one. I just like the fact that like when Batman was coming, he was coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, Christian Bale put on that like. And he was going to come after those bad guys. He was going to come after those bad guys. I, I do like... And he kind of shook the bad guys up a little bit. I, I did like the newest Batman. Right. Mainly because... I mean, I was a little apprehensive when I heard that Robert Patterson was going to be playing Mr. Sparkles, Batman. yeah. Um, he is a great actor, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. and has, has done some really good films. But right. unfortunately, you're, you're kind of stuck <laughs> with the... Twilight, you know. Twilight, yeah. That's um, everybody thought probably, too. You know, exactly. Batman's going to like take off his shirt. But what I liked... And... Uh, and Sparkle. And Sparkle. Uh, but what I liked about this new one is that it was more Batman-focused. Right. He, he didn't really spend much time as Bruce Wayne. Right. It was... Which was, which was nice. You know, you look at... I mean, I'm a huge fan of Michael Keaton. Right. Um, I, I just think, I think for me what it is, you, you look at, we'll take years, you know, Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. I think he played the Batman aspect of it well. But I think right. because those movies were kind of Batman, Bruce Wayne kind of, you know, centralized focused is, is the dual personality of it, the duality of him. Of course. Um, I, I don't, I personally don't think he played the Bruce Wayne part very well. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, take a step back from that, you've got George Clooney, which was not a well-received Batman movie. Uh, I believe even George Clooney has yeah, thought that his movie was going to kill the franchise. Right. Um, Batman didn't play it very well. Mm-hmm. The Bruce Wayne portion, I think, was better. Right. Uh, you know, take a step back from that. You've got Val Kilmer. I'm a huge Val Kilmer fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the Batman aspect was okay. I, I think he fell short on right. the Bruce Wayne portion of it. Um, and then you go back again to Michael Keaton, for me, I mean, granted, the first place person to play Batman, right? Um, at least that I can recall that I remember seeing mm-hmm. is Adam West. Adam West, Burt Ward, Batman mm-hmm. and Robin, nineteen sixties, you ago, know, for sure. Uh, the big old pow and <laughs> pow you know, cow sights when they go to hit somebody. Yeah, but that's another one that played both both aspects of the Batman character very well. Right. You know, not only did they play Batman very well, it was they portrayed Bruce Wayne very well too. Of course. And I kind of liked the new one because it was more Batman focused. So you didn't really have to contend with that duality of, you know, Bruce Wayne going through his problems, which if it's done right, can be good. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but what little of Bruce Wayne they did show in the first in the newest one, um, you know, it was more. Yes, his his he's an orphan. His parents were killed, and he's and he's kind of dealing with, with that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But mostly, it was okay. I'm Batman. I'm gonna kick your ass. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Exactly. Which I really liked. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a you know a commonality between Batman and Iron Man is right. you know both orphans. Mm-hmm. You know, both trying to live up to their parents' exactly. reputation. Um, you know, with Batman, of course, the philanthropy mm-hmm. uh, from the Wayne family and all that. And whereas you got Iron Man, who's just dad built his fortune on. You know, weapons manufacturing, right. and so it's a little bit different, yeah. but a little bit similar in a way. You know, but then you then you throw into the mix like, you know, Wonder Woman, who is completely different from Batman, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, that whereas, or even you know, talking about like orphans and all that, we can throw Superman into the mix. Yeah, you know, that's the true. last son of Krypton. You know, he's got sent off his planet by his parents to avoid you know mm-hmm. that catastrophe so you know he's an orphan batman's an orphan iron man's an orphan wonder woman was made she she was made out of clay right brought to life by zeus broke the mold so has there been a justice league too yet not that i'm aware of kind of wondering why there hasn't yet is it just because i can't find a Batman character because I think Ben was kind of like did it once don't want to do it again or I don't know what yeah it's just weird how they haven't made one yet but maybe this is like COVID stuff too I don't really I'm sure that has a lot to do with it yeah so Um, but I don't really know but in all honesty the last few Marvel movies to come out haven't been all that great either right with the exception of Spider-Man right Um, Spider-Man Spider-Man which is I guess another Orphan, you can really throw. Right, into the there's mix. a lot of orphans. If you think about <laughs> is, it, right? is, is that a prerequisite for becoming a superhero? <laughs> well, in that case, ship me off to an orphanage. <laughs> you know, it's like, forget the nuclear, you know, waste. Just uh, become an orphan. Become an orphan, and then you can become a superhero. Yeah, that's the game. Um, but you know, just the variety of superhero characters that they have come out with you know just in general captain marvel you know uh black widow another one that doesn't have any superpowers except for she's a very badass assassin you know hawkeye dude's got a bow and arrow how many battles can you really think of where a bow and arrow is going to be the perfect weapon so i have a hypothetical for you okay okay we're talking avengers right for a second here. We've been talking about Avengers. Okay. If you could change some of those actors that played some of those people like Iron Man or Hulk or, you know, like let's talk about the males first, okay? Um, who would you make? Like Iron Man or the Hulk or something. If I... if they the actors now did not want to play Iron Man or the Hulk, who would you put in those roles or something, you know? No, so like I have to pick someone new? Yeah, because I have, think I think they nailed it. I think they did nail Stark. it really well. But just you know, if that didn't work out, like oh. if Tony Stark was like not interested, if, if RDJ didn't want to do it, yeah. Um, 
Just curious to know your thoughts. I don't know. I think if I were to pick an actor for the Tony Stark Iron Man role, I, like I said, I think they just nailed it with. I just. I agree I with don't you. Know, I don't know who else would do really well, right? Could do that part, you know, as well as he did. Um, I think Mark Ruffalo did well as the Hulk. Um, me personally, I think he did better than uh, Edward Norton. Right. Um, definitely better than Eric Bana. What do you What do you think about Keanu Reeves doing one of those parts? I, that's what's going on in my head. Like, I feel I, like he's been in a lot of action movies. Yeah. And he's been in a lot I, of like you know John Wick, all that stuff. So I think I I feel like. I don't know if they could put him in a superhero movie, but I think maybe he would do okay. I mean, because he's been in, not necessarily superhero movies, but he's been in, like, you know, just like Sylvester Stallone or, like, you know, some of those names, you know, but I don't know. If I had to pick a superhero role for yeah Keanu, for, for Keanu Reeves, um, personally, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Don't, don't try to twist this in any way, shape, or form. I'm not into twisting. I think... Benedict Cumberbatch does an awesome Doctor Strange. I would pick Keanu Reeves for. You're for right, Doctor just because he's he's kind of had that about him a little bit. He definitely does. Um, I was also gonna say because I love Batman so much that maybe possibly Keanu jumping into that role. Like if Justice League came out again, maybe they could put him in as Batman. I don't know because he's got the look to him a little bit, the black hair, yeah, he you does. Know, whatever. I don't know. Um, another. But Batman's been through so many people that that, that kind of drives me nuts. That, you know? that yeah, that's that is kind of an like it seems like nobody wants to play that part. Well, yeah, I mean I get it, but at the same time, like I just want some consistency. Yeah, that that would be. I mean, look at you know Robert Downey Jr. He played all Tony Stark for ten years. Exactly. You so. know Chris Evans, Captain America for ten years. Exactly. Uh, but. You know, two I, movies, Michael Keaton was out. One movie, Val Kilmer was out. It's almost as bad as... They've tested Batman and so many people. You know, it, it's... To only do one movie of something and then be replaced, to me, and again, this is... All my thoughts are personal. I have no fact to back this up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just a personal yeah, feeling. It's okay. But if you get replaced after one movie, obviously that movie was not received well. Mm-hmm. Um, another prime example, uh, James Bond. Now, not a superhero, still pretty awesome. Right. Um, George Lazenby played Bond once, and that was on your uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Only movie he was Bond, and I personally did not think that movie was very good. Right. So. When, especially when, you know, a new movie comes out with a character that I enjoy, like Iron Man, when they announce who's going to play it, I'm always so apprehensive about it. You know, because Robert Downey Jr., love how he played Tony Stark. He, he was perfect for the role. But at the beginning, you know, it was like he was he was working on his uphill climb from, you know all the personal issues he was having. But I think they nailed it. Right. You know, when it comes to Batman, 
I think Val Kilmer fell short. Right. I think George Clooney fell short. Christian Bale, not bad. He did have the three movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't necessarily judge how many movies they have as a character as, as a good indication. But to me, if if you can make a movie playing a character and then they want to make a second movie with you remaining as that character, obviously you did well the first time. And then if you get a third one, that's, you know, obviously you're doing well. Right. Now, yeah, there's some like, um, you know, Tobey Maguire playing Spider-Man. He actually had a three-movie contract. Right. So he had to do it three times. It was this, talking about Spider-Man, right? It was pretty cool to see the last one with all three of them. I kind of laughed when they were all in the same scene together, kind of like talking to each other. It was just so weird, but it was so cool to just to see it no, kind of all was, come yeah. together like, hey, I'm the, you know... I'm Peter Parker. No, I'm Peter Parker yeah. or whatever. Kind of like that meme like, Who's of Who's Peter Parker here? <laughs> Spider-Man pointing at each other. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Spider-Man's had I, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. See, for me, I liked all of them. It's hard for me to choose, like, which one was the better Spider-Man. Because, like, I felt like they all pretty well kind of, for their era of Spider-Man, like, for their era they did well for their era. You know what I mean? Agreed. And, you know, yeah. each one of them has, like with any, you know, actor or actress playing a certain part, you know, they all have their, their good points and their bad points. And it also mm-hmm. helps with, you know, how the story's written yeah. for the movie that they're in. But I think it was pretty um, cool to see the last one with all three of them. Like, um, like to me, I, nobody's going to nobody's gonna be a better Superman. No offense to Henry Cavill. Nobody's going to be a better Superman than um, uh, Christopher Reeves. Sorry, that, that he's when I think of always Super, sticking to those originals. I, I, I know. I'm I'm a huge OG fan. OG, OG. You know, going back to kind of our horror episode, you know, yeah, Freddy Krueger, you know, I Robert England, right. For me, when I see a certain person play a role, play a role for so long. It's, it's hard it's for you to kind of to yeah. to see someone else do it. I understand. Hasn't really been the case with Batman or Superman because they just it's happened. It just they happened. just change like with every movie. It <laughs> seems like now. I think Brandon Ruth. A lot of people didn't like Superman Returns. I personally liked Superman Returns. I think Brandon Ruth would have done a very good job had that movie been written better. Right. I don't think the storyline of that movie was written very well. So that kind of, and you know, an actor, actors can only do so well with what they have. Unfortunately, I think he kind of got the short end of the stick with that one because the story just didn't work. Can you imagine an Adam Sandler Superman? No, I can't. <laughs> no. How I, funny, I, I, I how funny would right it be? Now, how no. funny would it be? Like if they made it into a comedy somehow, I think that would be kind of funny somehow. Like if they I don't spend think a that, comedy. I don't think to... that would be received very well. Though. No, you're right. Probably not to the public. But I just always wonder, like, if they were to do something like that, you know? Hello, I'm Batman. You know, or something. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm Batman. I just, I just don't think it would be received very well, because Batman is such a dark and gritty character right. that. Adam Sandler trying to be tough. It's like Spanglish all over again, you know? We <laughs> well, would never probably I mean, not see. only that, but they yeah. kind of tried to make Batman into, well, whether they try to do it or not, they kind right. of turned Batman into a comedy with the George Clooney one. True, yeah. <laughs> True. You know, we, Clooney. We, yeah, 
again, I think Clooney did a good job. I just don't Clooney, think the Clooney. movie was was written well. But what I kind of like about you know the Christian Bale versions and even the newest one with Robert Patterson is you look at the first one with Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. directed by Tim Burton, who is Ooh, yeah, one, so one of, of one my of favorite, favorite directors. directors. Yeah. I, I love his movies. You love that Hall or what is it? Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have an entire. It's a popular one. Bathroom. Yep, yep. But most of his Corpse Bride. Uh, yeah, you know, all those. It's a color for me. That's the way I like it. But the movie is good itself. A lot of color contrast in the movie. But you look at like the Michael Keaton's version, and then you. Not so much the Val Kilmer. One. You get more of it into like the George Clooney one with all of a sudden, like, you know, Gotham City is this vibrant, colorful, you know, like art deco type city. And if you look at like the way Gotham kind of started out, it was dark, it was raining, it was more, you know, gothic architecture. As opposed to the bright, you know, Art Deco style where too many curves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I do like that the Christian Bale movies uh, kind of, I like that those were more set in a realistic setting. Right. Um, and of course, the Batman kind of took Gotham back to the way it really was with it was like constantly raining and. And dark and gritty and, and all Welcome that. Welcome to Gotham, yep. yeah. Um, Sounds like New York. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Um, about as much crime there, too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and then you've got your anti-heroes like Deadpool. Oh, yeah, you know, Deadpool. Where he, see, that would be, that's another, we're talking about comedy in a way. It's kind of like, Comedy. Well, that one is meant to be a comedy. Right. I mean, and is... I will say that um, the actor... Like Ryan him, Reynolds? Yes, Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry, Ryan Reynolds, if you're listening to this. Ouch. That probably hurts. Hurts me. Jeez. Stab, stab. <laughs> um, but you're amazing, and you do a good job at Deadpool. So um, you were funny, well, and it he was had, funny. You know how much he had to lobby to get... Well, I'm sure... Because he was not a fan of the Green Lantern, I heard. No, no, he was not. Right. And and that's another one. You know, like Green Lantern, to me, is kind of more of an obscure character. And then Green Lantern, okay, which Green Lantern do you look at? You know, do you look at the Jon Stewart? Or do you look at the Hal Jordan? Ryan Reynolds played the Hal Jordan version of the Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. I like the movie. I thought it was, but again, I'm kind of a superhero nerd. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, like, Iron Man is my favorite. Straight up, my favorite. If I had to pick my favorite from the DC universe, it would be the Green Lantern. Green Lantern, yeah. yeah. Mainly because Batman has a ton of money. All right, mm-hmm. um, but he is limited to what he can do with that. Right. I mean, he can build, you know, the Batwing, the, you know, 
Batmobile, the Batcopter, whatever, you know, all his suits and all that. But he is still limited as to what he can do simply by what he has. Right. The only thing that really limits the Green Lantern is, I mean, him, be it, you know, fear or his imagination. On that, whatever he can imagine, he can conjure up. Right. Um, yeah, he, you know, you do have to take into account him having to recharge his ring, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's still, all he has to do is basically tap the lantern and it's recharged. So it's, his, his individual ring might run out, but the access to the power is pretty limitless. You know, if you take into account how long or, you know, how long Oa's been there with the planet that he draws the power from, that the lantern draws the power from. So really he's kind of uninhibited except by himself. Mm-hmm. You know, Captain Marvel was kind of the same way. When, when she started, she was kind of inhibited by herself. Right. You know, um, that seems to be most of the time the issue when you look at specific superheroes is they're inhibited by themselves. Batman, it's his money, but it's still him. Right. You know, Superman, he's kind of one another one that has limitless power. Um, unless, you know, kryptonite's around. But, I don't know, it, it just, for me, comic books and, you know, superhero movies like the MCU and, and right. DC, DCEU, all that is a nice escape from, from reality. From reality. It, it's that, you know, I, like you said at the beginning of this, that, you know, especially with what's going on in the world now. We just, just need that, a positive figure out there. Yeah, just, and, and to be able to escape to it, but... reality for a little bit and, you know, escape into the world of these positive figures, these, you know, people that are standing up against evil. Right. Or, unless you're talking about Deadpool, then he's so, kind of creating his own chaos. So before we go, um, I just wanted to ask you now, is there somebody that you looked up to or you admired? I don't know if you call them your superhero, but somebody like helped you get through a I, hard I, time. I can I can answer that question. It's just your father, my dad. I I looked up to my father growing up. Yeah, you know, for anything, everything. Um, I am I am the way I am mainly because of him. Hmm. You know, a lot of the decisions I've I've made in my life were because of him. He's a great dad. I mean, the time that I've been your friend and got to know Dale, he's a great man. And he is missed. Very much so. Yeah. Um, I'd I'd say my father, too. I mean, I've had people that have definitely helped me get through my tough times. But, you know, my mom, my dad, have really been there for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I look up to my mother as well. But for... I can't like sit here and say a specific person, like you know what I mean. But 
there's been examples, I think, of good ways of doing life and, you know, things like that. I, I so. know it's cliche, but but growing up and even now, you know, yeah. as an adult, I, my father is has been and always will be my superhero. Yeah. You know, he's only difference between him and what the definition says a superhero is, is he's... It was your dad, man. He's not fictional. Right, he's not fictional. <laughs> um, but my father, like I said, has been and always will be my superhero. Is there any movie out there, not necessarily a superhero movie, that you kind of... Like, I've watched The Guardian and stuff like that. Do you like any of those movies? Like, I know you won't watch some because of your background. But are there some movies that are not necessarily superhero, but action like that that you like? Oh, there's plenty of them out there. I know some that you can't watch, but... Yeah, um, but... I mean, I love The Guardian I, with Ashton Kutcher. That's a good one. I huh? mean, to pick and... Like, to narrow it down and actually pick out a movie... Yeah. Um, that's oof. close to superhero iskis, if you get my... I mean, that's kind of a micism right there. <laughs> iskis. Ipkith. Another superhero right there, the mask. <laughs> there you go. Throw that in. Um yeah. I mean I like if if I'm gonna pick a movie that, that that's not a superhero movie, um that but kind of gives that vibe, mm-hmm. um one of the ones I really like is White House Down. Yeah, that's um, a good one, man. I've and seen I think it. it's I think it's not only because, you know, it's it's kind of rooted in reality. Channing Tatum. Channing, Tatum. Yep, yeah, the, the one with Channing that's Tatum. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Angel Has Fallen is the one with Gerard Butler, which is another yeah. good one. But I, I just I like the one with Channing Tatum, Tatum and yeah. Jamie. It was Fox. a good one. I haven't seen it in a while, but um, a good one. Yeah. But because he he's is, like goes and saves his daughter and stuff, right? Well, yeah. In a way, that's that's part of it. Um, but he's. Not only is he trying to, I mean, he's divorced, you know, gets custody of a daughter that at first didn't really want to be, doesn't in. really care, right? You know, for him and all that. Um, that mm-hmm. he's trying to do right by her and get a new that job as home. I could see you know, Secret Service, right? You know, um, so if I if I had to pick one, I, I think I think that would be. It's a lot if, of them out there. If, if, if I'm not picking a superhero yeah. movie. I, I'm I'm gonna, but I do I do like a good action movie. So mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of a lot them of those there. out there. Yep. But uh, yeah, I think that is all the time we have for today. Yeah, it's good uh, talking again. So and happy Mother's Day. Yes, yes. Out on there Sunday, to all the moms. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, including um, mine and <laughs> mine as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she would have shot me if I not said that. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah. So. Next episode, I think we're gonna do kind of more of a "Would You Rather" it should be uh, fun type show. So uh, gonna have a lot of "Would You Rather" the, some of elements. The, some of the um, answers <laughs> might be a little because I'm I'm gonna ask for an explanation, right, as to why you picked the one you did. Oh, and, and just put as, me on the hot seat. In and, other and, words, well, just as I will give you an explanation for whichever. It's one like I who pick. wants to be a millionaire? I better get uh, him right. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> do we have lifelines? Lifelines. Uh, oh. All right. So that's it for us today. Have a good Uh, night, guys. We'll talk to you next time.